everybody. Welcome to the Bay Podcast. This is your co-host James with Jake. Episode 160. It's game day. It's Thursday. It's finals day. Game one. Jake, how is it going? It's going great. Thursday, tomorrow's Friday, then it's the weekend. NBA Finals tonight. I'm excited. Uh, first time since, what, 2019? 2019. I've, I've, I've cared about watching the finals, but I'm glad it's back. James. You love to hear it. You love to see it. Yeah, we're back. We're yep. here. Special shout-out to Body Armor for creating such a great drink. We're not sponsored by them, but we just love their drink that they make over there. Like we were saying before, the Warriors have made it back to the NBA Finals, uh, beating the Mavericks in Game 5, 120 to 110. Again, Warriors are Finals bound. Clay had a big Game 5, dropping 32, shooting 50% from 3. Looney with 18 rebounds. Um, that game was a little bit days ago. Obviously, we want to do this episode right before the Finals had uh, started today. Give you guys a little preview of our predictions and stuff like that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, Jake, you had a question specifically about Looney? Yeah, so Looney is a free agent. His third year of his third uh, his third year of the three-year contract he signed back after the 2019 Finals ends after this Finals, basically. Um, so the question is, is he a must-re-sign? And if so, what's your contract prediction? Um, yeah, I think... With the way things are going, um, I think you, you, you re-sign them. Obviously, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, what about Wiseman and everything like that? But Wiseman still not healthy, right? Uh, but Looney's is just a fucking dog. And I think he deserved a super match. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he is a dog. He got that dog in him. I don't know about Supermax. Um <laughs> Might be a little too over, overboard, but I think he is a must resign. And then my prediction would be three year deal worth like 21 to 24 million dollars. Yeah, per and year, it sounds pretty overall. reasonable, right? Yeah. I mean, um, Looney's really showed this playoffs uh, why we why he's why he's been playing, especially in the crucial minutes, why he's that guy, especially grabbing uh, all those boards, specifically, you know, game two against Memphis or game five against. Memphis, or whatever game it was with 22 rebounds. Again, 18 rebounds. His offensive rebounds that are there. Um, we can get some stats. I mean, he's got 42 offensive rebounds throughout the whole playoffs, which is tied for first. He tied. He's tied with Andrew Wiggins. So, again, getting those second chance points, which are, which are crucial, obviously, on the offensive side. Um, but, yeah, no, I think um, if... It, if if he wants to come back, which I think, especially if the Warriors win the final, uh, you would think that he would want to come back, right? But also, I think he also deserves a big payday, and he might be looking for that. So, it'd be great if he re-signed. Keep that core together still. Um, could still be potentially the starting center, if not, you know, once Dylan, uh, James Wiseman is there, and, you know, we can see that he's able to be a starter in the NBA which I think he can be. But, yeah, I would love for Looney to come back. And I do agree with you. Another three years, $21 million, $25 million. But, yeah. Jake? 
Yeah, I know. He's he's really turned on this year. He's been he's always been solid throughout his career, but these playoffs he's really taken it to a whole new level I didn't know he had. Um but good to see it. Hey, a hundred percent. Well, it's great. Um, that game was what, a while ago. So the, not, the Warriors did indeed have uh, a bunch of rest, which is great. I think about seven days of rest. Um, Steph did indeed twist his ankle in the game five, um, and I was I was shook when I saw that. I was I was scared. Yep. Um, but he did indeed play the rest of that game, right, Jake? He did. Yep. Yeah, which is you know, which is a good sign. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, seven days of rest. Uh, Steph Curry obviously does have the injury history with his uh, with ankle problems, but I think he should be good to go. I haven't seen anything or heard anything in regards to that. Um, but very do we are going to get some players back uh, for these finals. Um, we think. Well, yeah, we know one. We think, right? I think Gary Payne the second is uh, a guy who will indeed come back uh, game one. They say he's going to uh, dress tonight, which means. Right. Which is which is I feel for the most part well he he will have some minutes tonight. Um, Otto Porter uh, should be returning. I think he's also had a foot injury, and then Andre Iguodala. I think he's only played three games uh, this playoffs. Uh, should be making an appearance as well. But yeah, good time to have people come back specifically in the finals. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of minutes played depending depending on how the series goes. So we're going to need that depth, and it's good to have those guys back. Specifically Gary Payne, I've missed him. Um, fuck Dylan Brooks, am I right? Yeah, fuck Dylan Brooks. Yeah. So the Warriors will be playing the Boston Celtics. Uh, they went into a Game 7 against the, uh, against the Heat, and they have advanced to the finals. So they will be making it. It's going to be Jason Tatum, Dylan Brown, Marcus Smart, uh, Grant Williams, Robert Williams. Uh, and their crew uh, who are in the finals. Last time the Warriors were in the finals, we mentioned this before, uh, was back in 2018-2019 season, and they lost the Raptors that year. The last time the Celtics were in the NBA finals was back in 2010. They lost to the LA Lakers. Crazy, crazy time. It's been a while I remember that game. Uh, since that. Is that game seven too, I think? Yep. Yeah. That was Game Seven. The Celtics won the, pro- the, the season prior in twenty nine, two thousand nine, twenty nine, two thousand nine. Um, I think that was also against the Lakers, um, but the Lakers uh, go ahead and win here. They've had obviously throughout the years that Celtics have been made. They made it to the conference finals. They've made it to the playoffs, but haven't been able to reach back into the finals. So yeah, twelve twelve year uh, right? Am I doing the math right? Yeah, twelve year hiatus for them. Um, about three years for us back into the finals. Uh, the path that we have taken to the finals, just reiterating all of this, we've been the Nuggets, the Jokic, we've been uh, the Grizzlies with John Morant, Buck Dylan Brooks, and we've beaten the Mavericks in this playoffs. Um, was the Nuggets in five games, Jake? I can't even remember anymore. Yep, five games. That was, that was five games. Grizzlies was in six, and Mavs were in five. The Celtics beat the Nets, the only team to be swept in these playoffs. And then they beat the former champions in the Bucks with Giannis, but without Chris Middleton. I think that game went. I think that series went six two. Seven. That went seven. So they yeah. went 
back-to-back game sevens, Jesus. Um, not a lot of rest for the Celtics here. But, yeah, and then obviously, like I said before, they went and they played the Heat in seven games to beat them in Miami. Um, but, yeah, Jake, any any thoughts on the roads the, the, the roads the Warriors have taken, the Celtics have taken to the final? The Celtics have taken a harder road, obviously, two game sevens. Even the first round series they swept. It was against the Nets, who were pretty good. Um, right. The Warriors' yeah, I... road hasn't been too difficult, but that's because they're better than every team. So the Grizzlies was tough, but you know that one six. Mavericks wasn't too bad. Nuggets was pretty easy. I think the Nuggets was the easiest one, to be honest. But uh... yeah, I mean like. People can say, hey, it's, it, it, they have a hard, an easier road, but what, what can they do about that, right? With other yep. teams not being able to, like the Suns, not being able to beat the Mavericks and stuff like that. So what what can we do, right? I mean, the Grizzlies almost losing to the to the Super Bowl. Should they even, be in, should, should they even have been in the second round? I mean, the, I think you had this already. I think the Super Bowl should have won that series 4-2, respectively, right? We've been over this a couple times before. Yep. So... I mean, the road, the road to the finals and stuff like that. I think it's kind of it's kind of murky water with people trying to say that kind of stuff because the, the Warriors can't. Uh, they don't have any control over that. So, but yeah, just looking back on it, yeah, the Nuggets uh, again five games with six and Mavericks five. They've had a lot of rest up into the finals now, so should be um, well rested, healthy team. For game one of the finals tonight. And then, yeah, the Celtics, they've had a really hard time. I mean, they did indeed sweep the Nets, like you said. But, I mean, seven-game series against Kyrie and Kevin Durant. I mean, I know the Nets were going to upset. I was, I, I do, I think I, I remember saying that. Um, the Bucks again, without Chris Milton, but again, going to game seven, and the Heat going all the way to game seven. Jimmy Butler almost willing the Heat. Um, to another finals appearance, but they fell short. But yeah, the Celtics are in. Just want to talk about some stats, unless you have something else to talk about, Jake, before? Nope, we go stats. All right, perfect. So yeah, some leaders in the stats. We'll just talk about the people who are still in. Obviously, this, uh, the Warriors and the Celtics. Um, let's talk about some points. Jason Tatum does indeed lead the whole entire playoffs, but also the, all of the player left. In the, the finals, he had 100, uh, 486 points, uh, while Curry comes in second with 415. Uh, Jalen Brown is right behind him with 413. Clay Thompson with 317, and then Jordan Poole with 294. Um, Tatum's averaging around 27 points a game, while Steph is averaging about 25.9 points a game. It's pretty good. Uh, Rebound-wise, though, uh, and the leaders, that's going to be Al Horford with 163. Well, we have Kevin Looney at 123. And then Jalen Brown is right behind him with 122. And then Jason Tatum at 120. So that might be... I think the biggest thing, I think, going to this finals when we were waiting who we were going to see was would we want or who would we rather play right i think for the most part i think we both agreed on playing with the celtics jake is that correct uh i wanted the heat because they're not as great but we picked the celtics yeah 
yeah, I think what I was trying to get at is like that, that, the height differential, I feel like, um, specifically with us, because we're a little bit smaller, right? Obviously, Kevin Looney isn't as a big of a center height-wise um, as Al Horford. Um, obviously, with the Heat, if he had played as Bam Adebayo, who had 144 rebounds a game. So, again, Jake, you said it. Looney's come to his own in this playoffs, and he's been able to grab a lot of rebounds offensive-wise. Offensive rebounds. Does that, with the stats that Al Horford has had, and how he averages about nine point six rebounds a game, um, you're a little scared about the height differential and the size matchup uh, in these finals. I mean, we see with the Warriors that you know height doesn't really affect them. You know, because they weren't the biggest team against the Grizzlies. They out-rebounded them in every game, except for one. The Nuggets were a little bit bigger. They out-rebounded them most of the games. And the Mavericks, they out-rebounded the whole entire team. I think in every game. Because remember, we were talking in our group chat, where like, we can't rebound for anything. And I was like, that's it's funny we say that all the time, but then you look at the stats, and they always out-rebound the other teams by like 10 so it's like, oh, wow, maybe they do rebound well. But, like uh, 10 or 5 rebounds, right, or something like that. Yeah, I, I do. We always talk about that in our group chat. Yeah, Eastwood yeah. Uh, and Gulf. But it's just, I feel like when we're watching the game, we're just so, how they just can't grab a rebound, offensive rebound, or it's just they, they just can't, for some reason, they just can't jump and grab the ball. It just gets so infuriating, right? But, yeah, at the end of the day, um, the Warriors do not have, that bad of a time grabbing rebounds for themselves, right? Specifically offensive rebounds because of Kevin Looney, uh, because of Andrew Wiggins and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, assist-wise, offensively, Jason Tatum leads the rest of the finals, played with 106, uh, while Draymond Green actually has 101, Steph Curry with 99. Uh, Marcus Smart has 93 throughout the playoffs. Um, again, uh, and then assists per game. Let's see who leads that with the rest of who are, who are still in. And it's going to be Draymond Green with 6.3. Pretty good, right? Yep. Assist, points off assists uh, is huge, specifically for the Warriors and how they run their offense, right? So we'll see how that goes. Um, another big thing. Oh, my God. I can't even speak. Another big thing. Um, blocks per game. Gotta watch out for Robert Williams, a guy who a lot of people thought could, you know, was was he a defensive player? Um, finalist at all, Jake? I can't remember. I just know he plays really no, great defense. I don't, I don't think he was, no. No, okay, I know he was hurt for our, a lot of the playoffs and throughout the year, but he's really he's a pretty good defender for Boston. Obviously, they also have Al Horford. Um, Robert Williams averages about two blocks a game, and Al Horford about one as well. Draymond one as well um Horford himself has 27 blocks Robert Williams has about 21 uh Draymond has 18 Tatum has about 17 and Wiggins has 14 himself so oh we'll see how that goes do you want to do you know who leads the playoffs with three point percentage um, 
Is it, um... Is he on the Celtics? No, he's not. Oh, okay, then no. It's Gary Payton. Hmm. 75%. What? Six for eight? Three for four? Something like that. Jeez, it's pretty good. Uh, let me see, let me see. What else did I talk about? Uh, Steph Curry leads uh, in field goals. Two-point field goals with 60. Tatum has 57 right behind him. Um... Who else? Who else? Who else? Clay Thompson with 57 as well. Clay, I think if he makes, what, one more, he'll be second in all time playoff threes over LeBron. I think that's another storyline to look for. He'll, he'll, he'll make a couple tonight, hopefully. We'll see. Um, yeah, turnovers. Nice. I want to talk about turnovers specifically. That'll go into our. Let's just talk about our predictions and keys to winning the series. Mine is the turnover battle. Right? I mean, we talked about this before prior to starting. I mean, like, specifically in football, winning the turnover battle, having a lot less turnovers during the game to win the game, right? Um, I will say the Warriors turn on over the ball a lot. Yeah. But, but in the playoffs this year, do you know? Who is the leading turnover machine, Jake? The war, um, the player, a player specifically. Is it Draymond? No, it's Jason Tatum. Oh, and he has seventy-seven turnovers throughout the playoffs. Hmm. Jalen Brown has fifty-four. Draymond Green with forty-four. Steph Curry with forty-two. And Jordan Poole with 41. So, like I was saying before, can't have too many turnovers. That's the biggest thing, right? We can't have 20 turnover games. Um, there have been games where the Warriors have won those types of games, but it's just not great basketball. You can't win like that. You can't win every game having 20, 15, 20. Double-digit turnovers. You just can't win a game like that every single time, right? Um, but, yeah. Jake, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, just limit the turnovers. And if, you, if they do that, you know, they're going to – they're the they're the best team if they just limit turnovers. But sometimes they turn it over way too much, as you said. So that's just the goal is not to turn it over. Under 15 is probably the goal you want. Yeah. I'd say like under fifteen. If it if it's a limit to ten or the twelve, because I mean it's it's it happens. It's you know there's no way there's in basketball that you're not going to have a turnover in the game, right? But just limiting the amount of turnovers that you have during the game is great. Um, you have any other keys to to winning the series? I I, I have another one. Hmm. What's your other one? Uh, score uh, score a lot of points. Yeah, score more points to the opponent usually goes well when you want to win the series. So hopefully you can do that too. Um, the key is just staying healthy, I think, as well. Yeah. No injuries to stuff. Anyone like please, that? Please, God. Yes. God, please. I'll, I'll give him my ankles right now. I'll give it to him. Would you? Yep. I'll give Gary Payne my elbow right now. I'll I'll give Andre Iguodala my neck right now. Pause. Yeah, um, pause, but yeah. Yeah, pause. Yeah. Um, personal fouls. Uh, do you know who the leader is? 
personal fouls in the playoffs. Well, it has to be that guy on the Grizzlies. It's not, though. Wow. Because he, he was getting like five and six, like five fouls a game, it felt like. You mean Ken Anderson or Jaron Jackson? Jaron Jackson, yeah. He's actually seventh in the list. Do you know who number one is? Want to take a crack at it? Um, probably Marcus Smart. He's ninth on the list. Robert Williams? You're so close. I don't, I don't know. The center they have? What's his name? It's Grant Williams. Right, oh, Grant. Who did I say? He said Robert Williams. Oh, R.I.P. What do you mean R.I.P.? Oh, I said Robert. I thought I said Robin Williams. Jesus. God. Oh, my God. GG's Robin. G- uh, he has 69 personal fouls in the nice. playoffs. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Draymond is second with 62. Tatum has 57. And Dylan Brown has 56. Al Horford and Marcus Smart both have 52 personal fouls throughout the playoffs. Sounds like they like the foul a lot. Thoughts? Yeah, they, yeah. You ain't lying. Yeah, I'm not lying. Not lying. Um, but yeah, keys to the series, turnovers, staying healthy. Obviously, those are the biggest two. Score more points than the other team is another one, obviously. Before we get to other one, who is most, most unlikely contributor and or X Factor for the Warriors in the series. Jake, do you have a person in mind? Moses Moody. Really? Wow. Yeah, because I don't want to see Damian Lee ever step foot on the court again unless it's a blowout. I, I, I really don't think we'll see Damian Lee ever again. I do indeed agree. I would rather much see Moody out there. Yep, because he was really good the last two games. Yeah. In the Ma- Maverick series, so him. Um, You know who I want to see? Who? who I think will have to be a big contributor? Who? Well, I mean, so now that we're getting healthy players back, right? It's it, it was most it's very unlikely to have him, but you know this is great to say. I think I, I want to see Valencia just uh, have a big impact in one of the games. Who'd you say? I think he can. Who? Valencia. 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 Yeah. Valencia. Yeah. I he was think. In, he was incredible in Game Five. Yeah, no, 100%. See, I think, obviously, with the injuries, guys are going to be able to step up, and I think he's one of those guys who can, right? Um, watching him during the season, he's a great passer. Um, a little bit of reliability on defense, but he can grab the rebounds. Um, and if he's open for a three, he can knock them down. So, um, obviously, if they're looking for a spark, like we always say, you put someone else in, get an offensive spark, if it's either a bleed shield, which I like to see, if it's Kaminga, uh, Moody, just put them in. You know, you never know with guys who don't play a lot. They'll, they'll all of a sudden just have a spark and the offense gets going. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to see uh, Belizio just shit have a have a great game one all of a sudden or game two or whenever we need him just to go out there and play some good basketball. Yeah, my right. Favorite, yeah, my favorite is when he shoots it like a deep three and he just knocks it down. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, I love that guy. He's a great hustle player too, right? I mean, I think it was in Game Five where, I mean, just no one was going after the ball, and you just see Belichick just coming out of nowhere and just you know toss it, toss it back in play. So, no, hundred percent. I'd love for him to do something like I said. 
Um, uh, who, who's going to guard who? Uh, Jake, why don't you... Uh, who do you think is going to guard Steph for the most part of this series? Marcus Smart, probably. Yeah, I yeah, I see that a lot. Marcus Smart. I see a lot of Jalen Brown as well. Um, who do you think guards Jason Tatum? I think they put GP2 on him if he can play heavy minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, if not him, I'd say Andrew Wiggins for the most part. Yeah. And then, uh, so Wiggins, so if it's a starting lineup, right? Uh, this is a starting lineup of Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Kevon Looney. Clay is going to guard Jalen Brown. Wiggins is going to guard Jason Tatum. I don't even know who the starters are for Boston. Jesus Christ. Um, who else? Who's their point guard? Is, there, is it Grant Williams? I thought he comes off the bench. Your point guard's Boston. Celtics. It's Marcus Smart. So I mean, Steph could guard Marcus Smart, or or Draymond can. Lost there. Derek White too. So I think it goes. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and Robert Williams. God, they're kind of big. So, pause. Pause. So obviously, Kevin Linion, Harper, Robert Williams. Sheesh. They're pretty good. Yeah, a lot of size. Like right, like a lot of they do indeed have a lot of size. Mm-hmm. Also, the Celtics do indeed have a St. Mary's player on their team. Mm. And Malik Fitz. But I'm sorry, Fitz. Um, Going for the Warriors to win here, obviously feels bad. Um, but yeah, I do indeed see Gary Payton playing a lot of minutes against Jason Tatum for sure. Um, but yeah, anything else to add to that, Jake? Um, no, not really. Um, just you know, big series. It's gonna be key to see who guards who. Yeah, no, absolutely. Who was your MVP prediction? Steph. Yeah, Steph. If Steph doesn't get it, and if we win the series, which I think we obviously will, um, I'm burning your house to the ground. Thoughts? No. No? I'm burning Dunder Mifflin to the ground. Thoughts? Okay. 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 Uh, series prediction. How many games, Jake? Um, six. Warriors and six? Yep. Would you be crazy? Would I be crazy if I said Warriors and five? No. I say Warriors and five. Mm. What happens if I said Warriors and seven? Would you be mad? Yes, because we don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I got it right last time, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Thanks for the $20, dude. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, Warriors in five, Warriors in six. I mean, I can't really make up my mind there. Uh, the Celtics are a very good team. Uh, Jason Tatum, a uh, really good player that they have there in Boston. Um, Jalen Brown from Berkeley, Bay Area guy. 
But yeah, they're a great team. But the Warriors are just just they're just better, specifically with Steph Curry. Um, who do you think scores the most points tonight, Jake? Steph, I think he scores thirty-five. Sheesh. Uh, I want to say. I think Jordan Poole off the bench scores twenty-eight and leads the team with twenty-eight points. Thoughts? I can see that. Who do you think has the most rebounds today? Looney. But how many? Fourteen. Sheesh. I think Steph leads the game with seven assists. Thoughts? Uh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Who do you think will have more? Probably Draymond. I think it's obviously been happening. But yeah, game one tonight in Chase Center, NBA Finals. If you're not excited for it, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Jake, anything else to add? Nope. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about uh, some of our segments, uh, starting with who the F is this guy? NBA edition. We're doing a lot of NFL, but might as well switch it up and do some NBA. This this has been the only basketball podcast so far. So let's do it. Jake, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? You go first. Oh, God. All right. You should get this guy with the first thing I say. You ready? Yep. This guy went to UNLV. He's from Long Beach, California. He's 26 years old. He went undrafted in 2015. He's a power forward center. He's 6'11". And so he's played for – these are the G – I'm going to go from the G League teams and then to the NBA teams he's played oh, for, all right? What? He's played for the Delaware 87 87ers, 87ers, the Greensboro Swarm, the Wisconsin Herd. He played for the Pelicans, Pistons, and Rockets. Oh, Christian Wood. There you go. Good job. Yep. Uh, good job. Good job. My turn. All right. Your turn. Okay. This guy is a, a Japanese professional basketball player. Dear God. He's six foot nine. Nice. nice. Two hundred fifteen pounds. Small forward shooting guard. He's twenty seven years old. He's played for the Grizzlies, the Hustle, the Raptors 905 G, D, G League team, but is now on the Toronto Raptors from 2020 to the present. He went to George Washington College, and he was undrafted out of 2018 draft. I have no idea who this is. It's, um... 
Utah, Utah Watanabe. Jesus Christ, dude. Why do you have to choose the hardest people to go Utah for? Utah Watanabe. Why do you have to choose the hardest people? What do you mean? He's Japanese. Yeah, I don't know who that is. He's pretty good. At least the guy, at least Christian Wood, when I chose him, was like, oh, he's going to know who this guy is. He had him on your fantasy team. I did have him once, yeah. Exactly. All right, my second guy. All right, because we'll do two. Um. All right. All right. All right. So let's play for two teams: the Bucks and the Pacers. Okay. Oh, Malcolm Brogdon. God. Fuck. <laughs> Easy. Hey Zay. Hi. Right. That was quick. My turn. This guy is an Australian professional basketball player for the Portland Trail Blazers. He's six foot eight, thirty-four years old. He was undrafted in the 2009 NBA draft. He was once on the Warriors summer league team. He's played for in the NBA, the Jazz, and now the Trail Blazers. He was traded this year. Joe Ingles. Yep, Joe Ingles. Let's go! And I made it. I made that one better. Let's go! Mine were just too easy for you. Fuck you, man. God uh, damn it. Christian Wood. I, I mean, Malcolm Who Brogdon. Who the fuck is this guy? Malcolm Brogdon. You say he played for the Bucks and Pacers, like Brogdon. Fuck you, dude. I'm good at this. Fuck you, dude. I am good at this. All right, you ready to spell? Um. No, but yeah. New segment, because uh, Jake's the smartest guy on this podcast. True. <laughs> I'm going to ask him how to spell things. Words that you, people usually don't use anymore, but I've heard of these words before and seen them like you heard them in like in TV shows and stuff like that. But I'm going to ask you if you can spell this word. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Caddy Wampus. Patty Wampus? No, Caddy, Caddy Wampus. Caddy Wampus? Okay, um. I feel like this is like a. Like one of those words that it sounds like it's a letter, but it's not that letter. So I'm gonna go with C A T T Y, Caddy. Wampus? Or Wampus. Caddy Wampus. Okay, again, this letter sounds like it could be... It could sound like one word, but it's actually another word. So, C-A-T-T-Y-W-A-M-P-U-S. That is correct. Caddy Wampus. Caddy Wampus. It's referring to something that is disarray, that is askew, or something that isn't directly across from something. Yep. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, next word. Tara Diddle. What? Please spell for me Tara Diddle. Tara Diddle? Wait, what's a Tara Diddle? This 
word references someone or something that is filled with pretentious nonsense or something that oh, is so like this word. Eh? Tara Diddle. Okay, Tara this, Diddle. this is this is easy. T A R A D I D D L E. Perfect. Tara Great Diddle. Job. Yeah, that one's like you right. sound it out. Oh, dude, chillax, dude, chillax, dude. Yeah, and, um, just... Give me some, uh, some, you know. Three point three GPA from Casa East Bay. Let's go. Oh my God, these words are unbelievable. Hey, what's the next one? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm looking through these. Uh, I'm looking through these. All right. Can you spell for me? Snolly Goster. Snolly Goster. Yeah. Snolly Goster. Snolly. Snolly. Okay, S N. O. Snolly. S N O. Lee. 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 L L Y. Probably. Goster? Yes. Goss. Gauze. Gauze. G O S. Ter. T E R. Perfect. I almost said three for three. I almost accidentally said what? I almost accidentally said T E R E, but I almost accidentally said. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, so three for three. You want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right, all right, all right. Let me, let me think of another one. Oh my god, what the fuck is this? Zoanthropy. Huh? Zoanthropy. Zoanthropy? Yeah. Anthropy, zoanthropy. What do you like okay. the definition? Well, isn't that like studying of mammals or something? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Never mind. What is it? It refers to a person who has delusions that they are a form of animal or they have changed into an animal. Oh, like, um, like there's a book about that. Anthropo anthropologically or something was like a book about that. Zoanthropy. Okay, so zoologist has two O's, but that's because ologist sounds starts with an O. Zoanthropy. So it's zoologist is Z O O L O. Breaking news. What? Ryan Fitzpatrick has retired from the NFL. Oh, okay. Um, zoanthropy. I know anthropy is A-N-T-H-R-O-P-Y. I took a class on that. Zo, if I'm thinking zo is just like zo zoologist, which has two O's, but that's because all just starts with an O. So basically one O. Then it's Z-O-A-N-T-H-R-O-P-Y. That is correct. Wow! Fog. You're Fog. you're you're an English whiz, Dick. You Fog. know that? I'm cracked. 
You're correct. Well, that English was my favorite. English was my best subject. Soft toilet paper, the softest toilet paper for your asshole. We're not sponsored by them, but they're just soft. Anything else to add to the episode? Fuck Dylan Brooks. I can't wait for Saturday, Episode too. 160. I can't wait for Saturday, and you know why. Episode 160, don't forget that. Oh, I'm so homeless. excited. I'm so excited. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Instagram, at podcast, follow us on Twitter, at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook, follow us on SoundCloud and on Spotify, but also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, restore the attention because this game system. Literally, going to be an issue the past five years. You guys have to talk worldwide. We have to talk about the but you know, you should just subscribe to be a podcast. You guys have to talk about the Yeah, we have five. That is James? She's a number between one and 100. 69. All right. 88. Bye! Saturday! Saturday! I'm excited. So excited. Bye! Who's to say it back? Bye! Bye! Fuck Dylan Brooks. Fuck Dylan Brooks.